0: I don't hear anybody saying, here I am, use me. Lord, let your will be done in my life. Lord, my life is not my own. Lord, it's in you I live, I move, and I have my being.
1: It's important as believers that we continuously examine our personal relationship that we have with Christ we should also ask ourselves whether or not we are presenting a living sacrifice unto the Lord.
0: So I have to ask everyone in the church, uh, are we even doing our reasonable service? Uh, are we even presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, uh, holy and acceptable to God? Uh, or is he saying return to cinder"? Thank you, Lord giving honor to God who's truly the head of my life. Amen. Giving honor to Pastor Hornbuckle and First Lady Hornbuckle. Amen. I don't take this lightly that you allowed me. Amen. To preach at of the Valley. Amen. And I have to give honor to Mother Ward. It was many and many a days Mother Wards and Mother Woods across the street at the old of the Valley. Every noonday for a whole year we were on that altar. Amen. That's where I got my relationship with God. Across the street. Amen. During noonday prayer, her and Mother Woods, they had to pray me through many a day. Amen. And I thank God for you, Mother Ward. And if Mother Woods was here, I would do the same. And for many of you don't know, Mother Woods is my God's, is my son's godmother. And literally, that was Mother Woods' child. I just had him. And the only time I could have my son was Sunday after church, after the 6 p.m. served, I could have him, and then I had to have him right back at her house. Monday through Friday, he lived with her, and he got to visit me on the weekends, amen. And, and it was something when my natural father came to visit. It was a tug of war between him and Mother Woods. She wouldn't let him go, and he was trying to rip him out of her arms. So I, I thank God for that, amen. But we're going to go into the word. If you can please stand. Please stand and get your Bibles. Amen. Turn to Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Amen. When you get it, say amen. If you're still flipping, say wait. Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament. Amen. Malachi 1 chapter 1 starting with verse 6. Amen. Amen. Amen? And it reads, A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be master, where is my fear? Said the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest that despise my name. And you say, wherein have we despised thy name? Ye offered polluted bread upon my altar, and you say, wherein have we polluted thee? And that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. And if you offered the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person, said the Lord of hosts. And now I pray you, beseech ye God that he will be gracious unto us. This have been by your means. Will he regard your person, said the Lord of hosts. Amen. Let us pray. Father God In the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you once again to say thank you, Lord. Now, Father God, word your servant's mouth, God. Give them to hear Jesus on today, God. Give us to go out of here change, God. Give us to go out of here refresh, renew, and revive, ready to do a work for you, God. Oh, God, give me the decrease that you may increase me even the more, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, have thine own way right now, God, and touch right now. Open up your people's hearts in your minds God Uh, get them ready to receive a word from you God Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Uh, oh God I thank you right now Uh, I bless your name and it's in Jesus name we pray Uh, amen amen and amen Um, uh, and as you take your seat uh, I just want to title this message return to cinder amen Um, uh, in this passage in this passage god is originally talking to the priest amen but because of their behavior it spilled over to the people amen so in essence he is talking to everybody amen and god is saying return to send them now, god just don't want anything from his people amen if you're gonna praise god he wants you to praise him with your whole heart if you're gonna worship god he wants you to worship him Amen. God is saying, if you worship me any other way, and if you praise me any other way, I'm going to say, return to Cinder. Amen. Malachi 1 and 6 says, a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be father, where is my honor? And if I be master, where is my fear, said the Lord of hosts. O priest that despise my name, and you say, wherein have we despised thy name? I just got a couple of points for you on today. Point number one, you cannot come before God and plead not guilty and challenge him to prove it. Amen. Every time you come into the presence of the Lord. You got to say it's me oh Lord. I'm the one standing in the need of prayer. You got to say Lord it's me that's the liar in the backbiter You got to come clean with God. You can't come to God and say Lord I'm not guilty. You got to say God I'm guilty as charged and if you don't clean me up God all my prayer is going to be returned to sender. Amen. Oh my God. Proverbs 16 and 18 says Proverbs Go before destruction uh, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Don't you think that you could come before God with a prideful heart and he won't deal with you? Uh, Don't you think you could sit up in the house of God uh, full of pride um, uh, and think God gonna bless you in your prideful state? God gonna say, no, baby, return to sin. Never become so familiar with God, amen, that you take his word for granted uh, and that you take being in his presence for granted. what you're talking about, Brown? Uh, there was a man named David, and, uh, and he put the ark of God on—he uh, put the ark on a cart. Now, God clearly told him, "You are not supposed to put the ark of God on the cart." Now, and not only that, uh, only the Levites could handle the ark. Now, the sons of Korah was the only ones that could handle the ark. Uh, but because David was in leadership, uh, and because David got full of himself, uh, and because David became too familiar with God. Yeah. He put the ark of the cart. He put the ark of the covenant on the cart, amen. Um, and Uzzai, uh, Uzzai, and, uh, the cart hit a bump. Uh, and I stretched out his hand. And, uh, and he put forth his hand on the Ark of the Covenant, amen. Uh, and God killed him where he stood. Uh, you got to understand something. Uh, your pride will get folk killed literally and spiritually, amen. Uh, your pride will get folk hurt in church, amen. Uh, so God is saying, return to sender, amen. Uh, you want to come before me prideful? Uh, I deal with you right away. Well you at, amen. Uh, don't think that your prayers are reaching heaven uh, when you coming in and you turning up your nose to somebody else. Uh, don't think your prayers are reaching God um, uh, when you're looking down your nose at somebody else. Uh, I'm glad what the pastor said because uh, folk don't dress the way we were taught to dress. Um, uh, that don't mean you got the right to cut them down because um, uh, they might ain't got the dress on. Um, uh, don't mean they ain't got a relationship with God because um, uh, they dressing down and they ain't them. Um, uh, don't mean that they don't know how to get a prayer through amen uh, we better learn how to keep our mouth off folk uh, and just say Lord uh, how can I help the sister or the brother I'm the, oh my god my god my god I'm not return the sender amen I'm, oh my god I'm the, oh have we ever stopped to think uh, what if God isn't happy with my praise I'm not have we ever asked ourselves what if God with my worship. Uh, what if I'm the stink in his nostrum? No, No, because no, we heard too many messages just say, no, slap your neighbor and turn around three times uh, and jump up and down and you're blessed. No, no God is saying, um, uh, I don't even like your attitude right now. Uh, and you need to return back to your first love. Um, uh, and you need to do your first works over again. Uh, or else I'm going to say, return the sender. Return the sender. Malachi 1 and 7 says, Ye offer polluted bread upon my altar. And ye say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. So point number two, God don't want no polluted praise. We no longer make worship a priority. That's how we pollute our praise. When we don't make worship a priority, we make it an afterthought. Amen. Oh, my God we pollute our worship uh, when we give God our leftovers Uh, we pollute our worship uh, when we rob and steal from God by not paying our tithes and our offerings amen Uh, we pollute our worship uh, when we only come to God when we need something amen Uh, many of us in here have children Uh, how would you like it if your children never talked to you uh, unless they needed something Uh, you will say well hold on. you're gonna come to me correct Uh, you walk around around here, you act like you don't see me. You come in and out the house, you don't even say hello, and now you want something. you think God feel? No, nah. we come into the house of God. Uh. We act like little lawnmowers. Uh. We want somebody to pump and prime us. Uh. And we waiting on William to hit the right string. Uh. Well, I'm telling you right now, nah. when you at home and trouble arises, uh. William ain't at your house playing the B3 Hammond organ, amen. Uh. When you at home and your trouble arises, when you on the job, amen, uh. ain't nobody better pump or prime you up. Uh, you better learn how to say lord i just want to thank him no uh, you better learn how to say god it don't look good right now no uh, you better learn how to bless the lord for yourself amen uh, quit coming in the house of god i'm uh, waiting on somebody to pump you up uh, see what thing i have learned about coming to the house of god uh, The songwriter said, uh, up above my head, I hear music in the air. I got to get my song right, uh, because I might come to church and they don't sing my song. uh, And then the whole service might be busted for me, uh, because I was looking for a a certain song. uh, And the choir decided they didn't want to sing that song. uh, So I got to get it right for myself, amen. Uh, I got to get the joy of the the Lord on the inside for myself, amen. Amen. When you come to church, that's not the time uh, for somebody to get you right. uh, You got to get ready before you come. uh, I get pumped up before I get in the house of God. uh, Because somebody might need my coal of fire, amen. uh, Because we got to set the church on fire. We pollute our worship. When we walk around with unforgiveness in our hearts, amen. uh, And I don't care how hard somebody didn't hurt you. uh, You got to learn how to forgive quickly. uh, Look how I don't care. Women, women, women. I I don't care how he cheated on you. uh, What about when you cheated on God uh, and God said, I'm still married to the backslider." Well, what about when you hoard around on God uh, and God said, I'm still standing here with arms wide open? uh, Oh, men, 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 I, I don't care how she talked about you. Uh, what about when you talk bad about God um, uh, and said you was a self-made man? Uh, what about when you didn't give God all the credit and all the glory um, uh, and God had to tell you return to sin? Um, uh, oh, We all got flaws. Uh, ain't nobody in the church perfect. Uh, so we got to quit walking around with unforgiveness in our heart. Uh, why? Why? Why uh, Why would you serve God all this time? Um, uh, and you bust hair wide open uh, because you don't forgive nobody of this Sins because uh, if you don't forgive them, then God can't forgive you. Uh, why would you come and pray every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, and you're praying with iniquity in your heart uh, and you won't let go of the iniquity? Now, why waste your time uh, if you're gonna go to hell? Don't go to hell by way the church, go wide open. Uh, oh my god, uh, oh my god, return a sender when we pollute our worship. Uh, we polluted her when we constantly backbite and backstab one another. The Bible says with love and kindness have I drawn to you. not with malice, deceit, and hatred, disguising it in the name of Jesus. Uh, let me tell y'all something in the church. Um, uh, we better quit telling folk I'm going to give you a piece of my mind uh, and I'm going to put it in the name of Jesus. Um, now, don't you know it's a blessing when you go wake up and you in your right mind? Uh, don't you know you can't afford to give somebody a piece of your mind because that peace you might get in might be just the peace that's keeping you sane. I can't afford to give body no peace of my mind because there was a time I thought I would lose my mind. And so I can't afford to give somebody a piece of my mind. All I could get him is Jesus. And if what I'm about to say ain't Jesus, I've learned I need to shut up. If I'm not going to edify and it's going to destroy you, I need to shut up. Because God is saying, return the sender. When you return the sender, you're saying you don't want what is being delivered to you. And so God is saying, uh, what they were doing right here in Malachi, um, this worship that y'all giving me, uh, this, this sacrifice and this praise you giving me, I don't even want that because it's an afterthought to y'all. Uh, you you take no pride in worshiping me. Uh, you're just giving me leftovers. So he was saying, return the sender. When the postman brings you a package that you wasn't expecting uh and nowadays when you think it's a bill you definitely don't accept it you don't sign for it you just say send it back amen Uh, return the sender well the same thing we're giving god something that we don't even want now so point number three is uh don't offer god nothing that you don't want yourself Uh, how is it you gonna offer god something you wouldn't even accept amen uh, mama said if you're gonna give away some clothes don't give away no clothes you wouldn't even accept yourself amen Uh, if you're going to do something for somebody, do it with your whole heart. Don't give them little bits and pieces. Don't, don't give them something you wouldn't even accept. Amen. So point number three, God don't, God. point number three, don't give God nothing you wouldn't do. Um, want for yourself, amen. Uh, In other words, God is saying you're offering me something uh, you don't even want, so why should I take it? Uh, Go and try and offer it to somebody else and see what results you get. Uh, How is it God can be so loving and so kind to us uh, but yet we treat him like our enemy, amen. Uh, How is it that we have become so comfortable with the world and all of its resources uh, and we forget who the supplier is amen how is it that god has delivered us uh, got us out of mess kept- us from danger seen and unseen and yet we act like we don't even know him amen we act like he should have got us out of it we act like he had been able to get us out of it we never stop to say thank you we never stop to say Lord I'm sorry we don't even apologize amen so what happened is what happened is what happened to the real love that we used to have for God when we first got saved we were on fire for God Uh, But somewhere along the way we became like David and got too familiar with God. um, uh, And we decided we could just do what we want to do when we want to do it. uh. We decided we can serve God any old kind of way. We decided that God, you ought to be privileged that I'm serving you uh, when it should be the other way around. uh, When we really get the concept of God's love uh, and how he loved us unconditionally um, because some of us was wretches undone. uh, And the only difference between the people locked up in jail and the people right here in the pews, they got caught by law and we got caught by grace. That's the only difference. They got in their mess and they got that new bling bling uh, and God said, I'm going to give you just another chance to make an intelligent decision uh, and God got you out that mess. Uh, you begged and you pleaded with God. Uh, God, if you get me out of this, I, I won't do that uh, and God got you out uh, and you still won't praise uh, and now he's saying, return the cinder." <laughs> what happened uh, to the reverential fear we used to have for God? Uh, Whoa, we used to didn't say certain things. We used to didn't smoke on church grounds. We used to didn't find whiskey bottles on church grounds. Uh, but what happened to the reverential fear uh, that we used to have for God? Amen. Uh, we used to say every cuss word but the GD word. Uh, but now Christians don't even care about saying that anymore. What happened to the reverential fear uh, we had for God? What happened? to the church changing the world. Uh, But now the world has changed the church, amen. Uh, What happened to us going out uh, and showing the world a different light, amen. Uh, But now we're looking to the world to solve our problems. Uh, How is it, how is it the the church world uh, could keep taking bad advice, Results from people, Amen. How is it uh we can go for the world to the world for some answers, amen, and we forget to go to God for answers, amen. So God is saying, return the sender, <laughs> return the sender. Now, we used to sing songs like, you can't make me doubt him. I, I know too much about him. But now we act like we really don't know him, amen. They used to say, you can't make me doubt him. I, I know too much about him. I, I was sharing with, with Pastor Hornbuckle, I, I really know God. I, I, you can't make me doubt God in certain areas of my life, amen. You can't make me doubt God in the healing area of my life. It was just February 27, 2012, I I had to have heart surgery, I I was 37 years old. I had to write out my own obituary. I had to go see my mommy in Chicago. I said, mama, just in case I don't make it. uh, I got everything in order. I I had to set my affairs in order. I was sitting down in December 2011, uh, and my heart just started malfunctioning out the blue, amen. I I went to the, I called my insurance company. I say, I need a referral. She say, baby, the type of insurance you got, you don't need no referral. You just call who you want to call. Now, I called the cardiologist. Not knowing I called the top cardiologist in the state of Tennessee. Now, oh, my God. Now, I called him. He he, he went. They ran all these tests on me. And I always went to the doctor with people. Now, and then this particular day, I went by myself. He said, look here, Miss Brown. Now, you can either take medicine the rest of your life, or we can do surgery. Now, I said, I ain't taking no medicine the rest of my life. I said, you can do some surgery on me. I, I left his office. I called my mama. I say, mama, they going to do surgery. I, she say, what day they going to do it? I say, mama, they going to do it in February. Uh, it was a week before the surgery. I was in Walmart. Uh, I had knocked something off the shelf. Uh, I bent down uh, to pick it up, uh, and my heart just started malfunctioning for no reason again. Uh, I, they, they gave me some exercises to do in case it happened. So I'm bearing down like I'm having a child, saying, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to finishing Walmart. Uh, I got to my car and I was able to text my friend. I said my my heart malfunctioned. I I, I can't do nothing. Uh, They got to Walmart. Uh, They put me in the back of my truck. Uh, I gave my phone. I say call the hospital. Let them know I'm on my way. Call my pastor and call my mama. Amen. Uh, And I told them to call them in that three order. Amen. Uh, I got to the hospital. And when your heart malfunctions like mine was, uh, they put something in your IV, and it's going to stop your heart. They got the crash cart right there just in case your heart don't start back up. Uh, and the doctor is talking to you. And they say, Miss Brown, you're going to feel it when your heart about to stop. Uh, and I was talking, and it's like everything in me just starts shutting down. And I was like, I feel it. I, I feel it. And your heart's supposed to stop and restart. My heart said, bloop. And the doctor said, you see that? Her heart didn't stop. It just blipped, and it reset itself. Uh, and so then they called my doctor. Now, they say, what you want us to do? My doctor told him, don't you touch her. I'm going to fix her. Don't you touch her. Now, the next week I got in there, the doctor told me, he said, look here, Miss Brown, I, I ain't never lost a case. I done did 700 of these surgeries. Uh, he say, worst case scenario, I'm going to give you a pacemaker. But I ain't never lost nobody on my table. Now, I went in there to have the surgery. Now, the doctor, while I was still out, the doctor came out, told my family. He said, look here. Now, I made her heart malfunction 30 minutes into the surgery. I just kept her back there for a whole hour and a half uh, to make sure my work was good, amen. Uh, and before I went in there, God said, what are you worried about? I say, Lord, I want to see my kids grow up. Uh, he say, baby, you're going to come through this, amen. Um, uh, so you can't make me doubt God in that area of my life. Uh, you can't tell me God ain't no heal. Um, uh, you can't tell me prayer change things you can't tell me when you repent and get it right with God he won't say return to sender you can't tell me that God is a good God that he's a loving God that he's a forgiving God you can't make me doubt him I know too much about him in this area of my life let me tell you how good God is I had heart surgery. The doctor sent me home the same day. He said, I don't want you sitting around. I need you to walk around. Just don't walk up and down those steps. And I need you to check your weight every day. Because if you gain two pounds, that means fluid is coming around your heart. So every day I had to check myself. I was only out of work for one week. I was back in church in one week. Tell me God ain't good. Tell me he ain't worthy to be praised. God is an awesome God. He's someone He's awesome. So we're going to finish on with with, with point number four. Uh, Malachi 1 and 9 says and now I pray you beseech God uh, that he will be gracious unto us uh, that this have been by your means will he regard your person said the Lord of hosts. Uh, So point number four Uh, if we regard iniquity in our hearts uh, the Lord will not hear us. Uh, 2 Chronicles 7 and 14 put it better this way. Uh, If my people which I call by my name uh, shall Humble themselves and pray and seek my face uh, and turn from their wicked ways. uh, Then will I hear from heaven uh, and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Um, We may be praying, uh, but are we humbling ourselves? Uh, We may be praying, uh, but are we seeking God's face? Uh, A lot of us seek His hand. Uh, God, give me this, give me that, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. God, I want this. God, I want that. Uh, It's never, Lord. I just want to be in Your presence, Uh, Lord. um, Endow me with Your Holy Spirit. Lord, how can I be a blessing to your people on the day? Oh, my God, uh, my God, my God, my uh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, we may be praying, but are we turning from our wicked ways? Uh, uh, are we coming to God expecting a change? Uh, that's one thing uh, when you go into the presence of God. Uh, you going in there with no hose bar. Uh, you say, Lord, I'm coming to you filthy as I am. Uh, but only you, God, can clean me up. Uh, only you, God, can change me. Uh, oh, God, I'm coming to you with the spirit of expectation. Uh, see, we have got it so twisted in the church. Uh, we think because we got so many material things uh, that God is blessing us. Uh, no, you just got a lot of stuff. Uh, I rather have spiritual blessings uh, than a lot of material blessings. Uh, I rather have the favor of God on my life uh, than a lot of material blessings. Uh, Cause favor will go uh, where your material stuff have to be replaced, or thrown out, or burned up or consumed. My God. My God, my God, I'm not. So God is saying, "Look, I'm on alert for real praise. I'm on the low for real worship. I'm not. And the minute I hear." I'm already ready to perform a healing. I'm already ready to perform a miracle. God is saying when he hears the alert that he's looking for. People, what he's hearing right now, instead of hearing, Lord, I want a spiritual blessing, what he's hearing is complaining. What he's hearing is murmuring. It's sad. It's sad. I've always wondered. Why do people go to churches and join the church, then talk about the pastor all day long? Why, why Why? sit somewhere and pay your tithes and offering, helping to pay the light bill and the water bill, and you don't even want to be them? To the two pastors, I need to tell you something. Now, you need to let the members know the doors of the church are open. Now, you don't have to wait for Sunday. Now, they ain't got to come to the autumn. Now, if you're going to keep putting your mouth on pastors, If you're going to keep putting your mouth on the ministry, let them know the doors of the church are open. Uh, God gives us free will. Uh, You didn't put a gun to their head and say you got to come here. You didn't put a gun to their head and say you going to be here. The doors of the church are open. So why would you sit up in a house that you don't even want to be in? Don't you know you are a cursing yourself? Don't you know God is saying return to sender? Don't you know the Bible says that God, that the pastors have to give an account for your soul and pray that it don't be a grievous account? Don't you know the pastor of this house, he got to go down the road and he got to say, Lord, that one is good. Lord, that one is faithful. Lord, this one buck me on every hand. Every time I come up with something, every time I tell them the vision, God, they buck me on every hand. And God is saying, because you want to give my leader a hard time, I'm going to return to send all your prayers. You want me to bless you until you could be faithful over another man's work? I won't give you your own work. Until you could be faithful over another man's work, I won't bless you. Until you could be faithful over another man's work, Everything you touch will be accursed. God is saying, "Return the sin." God don't hear anybody saying. Here I am, use me. Uh, Lord, uh, let your will be done in my life. Uh, Lord, my life is not my own. Uh, Lord, it's in you I live, I move, and I have my being. Amen. Uh, Romans 12 and one says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, uh, by the mercies of God, uh, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, uh, holy, acceptable unto God, uh, which is your reasonable service. Um, now, so I have to ask everyone in the church, are we even doing our reasonable service? Are we even presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God? Or as he said, return to sender. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't afford for God to keep saying retur- return to sender. Amen. We can't keep for him to say. So how do we keep from God saying, return to sin? Point number five. We got to come clean with God. We got to repent. We got to say, Lord, clean this house from the inside out. We got to become like Isaiah and say, Lord, woe is me. I'm undone. I'm the one with unclean lips, uh, and I hang around with unclean folk. Uh, Lord, everybody in the church ain't lying. I started the line. Uh, Lord, everybody in church ain't cussing. I'm the one that's cussing. Lord, I'm the one that's tipping and dipping. See, when you start telling on yourself, uh, you'll get like the runs of the mouth. Uh, you just ain't going to tell one thing. You're going to say, well, since I'm coming clean, I might as well tell him everything. Uh, and he already knows it, amen. Uh, he already knows it. Uh, but what happens is um, uh, we want to come and pity with God Uh, we want to act like he's not an all-knowing and an all-seeing God Uh, we want to act like uh, that God didn't see us in the dark Uh, mama always told me what you do in the dark gonna come to the light Uh, so you might as well come clean with God anyway Amen. Uh, you might as well come clean with God anyway. Amen. Uh, we got to be like uh, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Uh, we need to become like David in Psalms 51, 3 and 7. Uh, for I acknowledge my transgressions uh, and my sin is ever before me. Uh, purge me with hyssop uh, and I shall be clean. Uh, wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Uh, how is it? Uh, we real big and bad when we go to sin. Uh, we real big and bad when when we want to forget God and do everything we want to do. Uh, but when God brings chastisement, uh, we want to say, woe is me. Uh, woe, Lord, uh, why me? Uh, you better quit saying, woe is me. Because uh, every time woe is mentioned in the Bible, destruction comes after the war. Uh, so you better be saying, Lord, I thank you for giving me a chance to get it right again. Amen amen. Uh, How do we keep God from sin, return to sin? Um, Point number six, uh, bless the Lord. Um, The the Bible says I will bless the Lord at all times. Uh, His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, That doesn't mean I will bless the Lord only on payday. Uh, That doesn't mean I will bless the Lord only when everything in my house is going well. Uh, That means I will bless the Lord uh, at all times Uh, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, I don't care what's going on around me. I, I will bless the Lord. I don't care how much hell my children are raising. I will bless the Lord. I don't care how my spouse is acting. I will bless the Lord. Why? Because it's in him that I live and move and have my being. It's in God that saved me. Now, why will you bless the Lord? I will bless the Lord because when I was on my way to a devil's hell, my friends couldn't save me. My friends couldn't pray me through. Why will I bless the Lord? Because he kept me alive long enough uh, to make an intelligent decision uh, to serve him, uh, to bless him. Uh, Why will I bless the Lord? Uh, Because as long as I got breath in my body, I got a chance to get it right with God. Uh, Why will I bless the Lord? Uh, Because I could have been pushing up daisies this morning. Uh, Why would I bless the Lord? Because I got to keep from God saying, return to sin. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, And the last point, the last point. Uh, How do we keep from God saying, return to sin? Uh, Point number seven. Uh, After you come clean with God, uh, after you bless him, uh, we got to learn how to thank God and flip the script. Amen. Uh, Lord, I thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are. Uh, God said, in all things, give thanks. Um, not good or bad, Uh, I allow, thank God, I thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are. No, things ain't what I want them to be, but everybody in here, I don't care what situation you going in, uh, I guarantee there was somebody uh, that would love to have the hand that you got to play right now. Uh, There's somebody that would love to be in the shoes you are right now. Now, The same hand you got uh, and you think you can't make it, uh, they'll take that hand uh, and they'll play that hand real for them. well how you make that I'm not, how you get that out this hand uh, it's because I chose to let this mind be in Christ uh, that was also in Christ Jesus uh, I chose I'm not, to think about the situation differently uh, I chose uh, to look at the glass half full instead of half empty So you got to start thanking God. Lord, I thank him. I don't care what you're going through. All the bills ain't paid, but the Bible tells me that I could call those things that be not as though they were. So Lord, I thank him for allowing all the bills to be paid. Your children may not be saved. Lord, I thank him that all my children are saved. I thank you for allowing them to preach and teach your word. I thank you, Lord, for letting them serve you all the days of your life. Don't you know it's a privilege to serve God? Uh, Don't you know it's a privilege that he chose you? Uh, Let me tell you something. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, Y'all think that y'all were God's first choice. No, you were not The Jews was his first choice. Uh, That's why I say, Lord, thank God for the Jews, Uh, because they didn't want you, so that gave me a chance. Uh, If the Jews wanted him, uh, oh, we'd be destined for hell for sure. So don't you sit up in the house of God uh, thinking that you was God's first choice. Uh, The Bible says you are adopted. Now, that means he had to come and handpick you. Uh, when you adopt a child, the, the adoption agency can't give you any old thing. Uh, you say, no, nah, baby, I want them black, I want them white. I am I want them Asian, I want them Korean. Uh, I want them a girl, I want them a boy. Uh, I want them in this age range. Uh, the adoption agency can't give you anything. Uh, and so God adopted us. Uh, so he went and he handpicked us. Uh, he picked our type. Uh, he picked our size. Uh, he picked our color. So we ought to say, Lord, I just thank him, because I wasn't your first choice, but you still decided to adopt me. You still decided to include me. So in closing, because I'm really not long-winded, uh, we need to be tired, sick and tired uh, of hearing God say, return to sender. And we need to repent uh, and say, God, uh, any way you use me. I just want to be used of you, God. Not for no glory of my own, but God, I want to be used of you. I don't need my name in lights, God. I'm not trying to be a celebrity in the house of God. I just want to be a servant. God, if I could just be the doorkeeper, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to be out of his will. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to to be destined for hell. Um, We got to get to the point where we're desperate for God. uh, Well, we're desperate. We got to be like a drug addict that's desperate for their next fix. uh. They do anything they can to get that next fix. uh. So why can't we do anything we can to get in the presence of God? They don't care how they look. uh, They don't care how they smell. uh, They going to get their head. So while we come in here, the way we look, uh, the way we look here, God, I just want to be in your presence. uh. Because that's going to come a day and time uh, when you can't make it to the house of God. uh, And you got to have enough on the inside of you uh, to get into his presence wherever you find yourself. (laughs) So in closing, after today, Don't let God say, return the sender to you anymore. Let him say, daughter, son, I'm well pleased with you. You've been faithful over a few things. Now it's time to make your rule over many. Amen. 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 I didn't check with the pastor first, and I just don't do altar calls without checking with the angel of the house. Amen. Is there anybody in the house that's not saved? Amen. Amen. Is there anybody that's not saved and you want to have a relationship with God, won't you come to the altar? If there's anybody in the house, you know God has been saying return the sender and you need to repent. I don't care how long you've been in the church. I don't care what title you hold in the church. If you know God has been saying return the sender on your praise and on your worship, if you know you've been a stink in his nostril, won't you come to the altar and get it right? Don't nobody in here got a heaven or a hell to put you in. Uh, Don't nobody in here got blessing power like the Lord got. Uh, Won't you come to the altar? Uh, Won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you come? Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: God bless you, saints. I hope you enjoyed this message that we brought to you on today. Truly, uh, God is here for you. You can trust God. You can depend on him because God has your back. And just like Solomon had such a great task before him, and many of you are in the midst of situations that are before you, you don't know which way to go, and you're looking for that assistance, that help. It may be a loved one. It may be that you don't know the Lord right now, and that's a great obstacle that's before you. I want to encourage you on today to seek the Lord. Seek after him. Come humbly to God. And God will hear your prayer. Remember what David said in Psalms 40 and 1. I waited patiently for the Lord and he heard my cry. Praise God. And I want you to know that when you call out to the Lord, he will hear your cry. Be blessed. God bless you. I would like to take your time to thank all listeners of the Lily Kojic podcast. I pray that you or someone close to you was truly blessed by the messages that we bring to you weekly. As we go forward, we ask that you share the podcast with as many people as possible. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 7 states, So neither is he that plants anything, neither is he that waters, but God gives the increase. Our goal is to expand this ministry to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. You can help us achieve that goal by supporting us with a donation of any amount. We have a donation button located on our podcast page that will allow you to support this ministry. Thank you, and God bless.